0: Welcome to Cruxcast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on CruxInvestor.com. So please subscribe. here Today with Alex Holmes, CEO of Plateau Energy and Metals. How are you? Well, thank you. I saw you last year, I think. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's you're here to you for again. the one-to-one again. I am. It obviously works for you. Yes. What's happening yeah. over there?
1: Oh, it's a great format as a way to speed date yep. with investors or potential investors yeah. um, and directly
0: interact yeah. uh, as opposed to going through sort of traditional brokerage channels, if you will. Like. Yeah, absolutely. So are you here trying to find new investors or talking to existing investors? What's
1: uh, we've had a mix of both. Right. Uh, it's first day. So um,
0: what we found is that we've got some new investors interested. The
1: sector generally in lithium has been beaten up. So yeah. people uh, taking a look and
0: then some existing uh, uh, some newer investors as well that are. Um, you picked a couple of good ones, right? You've got lithium and uranium. The double whammy this year. We, well, it's geology speaks right. for it. <laughs> yes. Right, right. In fact, before we start, let's, let's do a one minute summary and then we're going to get into the assets, okay? So give us okay. a one minute summary for people new to this story.
1: Okay. So, uh, Plateau Energy Metals, listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange Venture Exchange mm-hmm. under the ticker symbol PLU. Uh, been operating in for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, started life out as a uranium explorer. And over a period of about 10 years, consolidated land package, discovered, drilled, expanded and took it to a development stage story around the same time that uranium sentiment was changing. So we have a large asset, over 120 million pounds of uranium resources that's effectively sitting there uh, about 25 kilometers away from our lithium deposit, Mm -hmm. which was a discovery only two years ago. And we discovered that uh, through you know, a series of prospecting and, and then ultimately a drilling campaign. And in about nine months, we drilled off our first resource, it's a hard rock lithium project. Yep. Six months later, we nearly doubled it. Yep. And we're a few weeks away from a preliminary economic assessment on that
0: project. Right. Okay. So, let, so let's, let's deal with the lithium component first. Sure. Okay. The market's taken a bit of a hit. I think there's a lot of supply in the market and lithium companies not getting a lot of love at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing with your asset? So, um,
1: Well, maybe I'll sort of address the first comment. Yeah. So, absolutely, the sentiment for lithium right now is pretty low. It's beat up. You look across the sector, whether you're a large-cap lithium, lithium chemical producing company, mm-hmm. you're down 60% from yeah. your highs. If you're a junior resource company, early developer, you're down 80%. And that's a common theme across the space. Um, mid- and long-term outlook is still very positive. Mm. And why that's positive is because downstream of the raw materials, when you look at the battery manufacturers and you look at the car companies that are mm. electrifying their models, uh, you've got almost $500 billion being invested. $500 billion doesn't get invested unless it needs something.
0: True, true. but I, I guess what I want to get at here for investors is to understand what your model, what your thinking is. because there is yeah. Long-term demand is there. Well, let's, mm-hmm. let's go with the EV thematic, everyone's a buyer, right? But the South American producers who can produce cheaply and the, you, know, you read some of the banking reports are going to mm-hmm. you know, triple output in the next three years, you know, so it's a if question of… Yes, if you
1: believe uh, that.
0: Sure, right? Yep. But, but <laughs> if, if you believe that or, choo- or choose not to, um, it makes it a very difficult place for junior lithium hard rock. Uh, miners Mm -hmm. to survive, doesn't it? So so how do you you deal with that? What's Um, your thinking when you sit down with the board and say, right, come on, we've got to to solve this?
1: Because we discovered this project and geologically it's different than us, it's not a spodumene deposit. Mm -hmm. And so we've invested a lot of time and resources in understanding the process route. Mm. And we've been able to identify a fairly straightforward process route. But I think where the projects that will move forward even in this environment yep. are projects that are large, that have the ability to start a reasonable size and scale up, and ones that can get to a lithium chemical product. Well, Because if you look, Australia, mm-hmm. they're not producing a chemical.
0: But you have also got to be economic, right? So Absolutely. Scale, Absolutely. Scale's one thing, right? So
1: for me, I think lower half of the cost curve. Right. Right. So if you can have a project that's lower half of the cost curve, can scale up as the market grows mm-hmm. and can get to a chemical product. And what I mean by that is a product that retains 100% of the value of the end product, right. as opposed to an intermediary product like a concentrate.
0: Right. So what do you know now, which is going to enable you to understand the economics anytime soon? So you can say to the market, given some sort of guidance on that, so where are you? Yeah. So
1: we, uh, we're a few weeks away from our preliminary economic assessment. Okay. We've uh, worked with an Australian group on the metallurgical side, we've worked with a South African Australian group on the uh, engineering and processing mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. Um, with deep experience in project builds and, and, uh, and lithium, mm-hmm. and where we think we will arrive is lower half of the cost curve, yep. somewhere mid second quartile. Okay. Um, if we look out to 2025, that's a very strong place to be. Uh, we will have a project that is a I'm going to call it a reasonable size project to start with, that can scale up to in today's world be one of the largest producers. Mm-hmm. Um, now we won't do that irresponsibly and just blow our brains out by mm-hmm. building something big out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be in that cost environment and in a country like Peru, which is a natural resource company, they're the second largest copper producer in the world gold, silver, zinc, etc. you name it. Yeah. Um, and you look at the other South American countries, you know, it's a pretty attractive place for, it's attractive. for the company. It's to an
0: attractive for. place, but you've got some issues at the moment. Yes, yes. What's happening? It's obviously knocked a share price when, when, sure. when, that, yes. when that announcement yeah. came out, right? So, where are you with that? Is that a question of timing? Are you going to get? Are you going to be able to get through it's that?
1: Two things. So explain so to people what
0: it is. So the
1: background to uh, the situation we're handling, we're dealing with right now, is we have the land package we have is 150 concessions, mineral yeah. concessions. 32 of those concessions last year were um, it's currently being disputed that we were late on payment. Right. Um, and this is from the you? Geologic Administrative Group. Were you No. Mm -hmm. Okay. We were down to the wire, not through our own choice. We were down to the wire waiting for the ministry to give us the green light. We paid, and um, the geologic administrative group that renews all your concessions every year, Mm -hmm. so we'd already renewed about 120 of them. Mm -hmm. We were waiting on this green light from the ministry on these 32. Mm. And once we had that, we paid. We did all the administrative uh, accreditation application approval Mm -hmm. process, etc. But the receipts came after the closing time, of the Geologic Admin Group, which is 4.30 p.m. Okay. Now the Geologic well, Admin Group- Right, be- on the same day? On the same day. Okay. So the bank, so we received green light from the Ministry of uh, Energy and Mines Right. At just after 4 p.m.
0: Yeah.
1: Geologic group closed at 4.30. We have receipts. <laughs> you have two days to deliver receipts. Okay. So what we're in is, a, it's called an administrative process. As part of that, uh, we have to basically appeal to the higher levels of government mm-hmm. to see through and noise we're dealing with right now to find a resolution. Right. Alternatively, we follow a judicial process. Right. So we'll do both at the same time.
0: Do you think it will be resolved?
1: Yes, I just can't tell you whether it will be resolved administratively or judicially.
0: Do you think you could have done a better job at the time explaining this so it didn't impact on your share price?
1: No, because I think people would still react to uh, the potential
0: loss right.
1: of a portion of our resources. Right. So if you look at a lithium deposit, it's about 45% of the resources. Right. So what that leaves us with, um, and we haven't lost anything at this point, just to be clear. Right. What it leaves us with is a smaller project, Right. but still a reasonable-sized project. You know? And it would impact part of the uranium project as well. Okay. So for us, we think we need to communicate to investors, here's a economic scenario mm-hmm. that shows 100% of a lithium project mm-hmm. and a constrained version of that project. Right. So investors can go, okay, I know that this is worth on a constrained basis, these are unimpacted by these 32 concessions, Right. if it resolves in the company's favour, okay. then it's worth this.
0: Okay, so you, you've got a process there uh, of telling that story to the market. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to do that, give some guidance as to where you think this thing's going to end up or what you're going to do or what yes. the impact is. Okay, great. Should we talk about uranium? Sure. Because that, that's also, a, a. there's no uranium producer who knows what's going on at the moment, <laughs> right? I think that's fair to say. None of them are making money. Right. <laughs> so I'm not going to ask you all the obvious questions about okay. timing, OK? But um, so, so what is it that you've got? What, what do you know about your uranium component for this so, story?
1: So putting our 32 concessions aside, mm-hmm. because you six of that. them Don't impact yeah. okay. part of the, uh, the PEA. OK. Um, so we have a large resource base that's near that's surface at an early development stage. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things we need the government of Peru to do, and and they've actively, they've already publicly stated they're working on this, Mm -hmm. is they don't have any other existing uranium mines. And so as an IEA member country, uh, what they require is regulations around export and transport. And that's about the safe handling of yellow cake from the mine site to the port and port to a conversion facility in North America. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fairly standard if you're, um, you know, a US-friendly company for a country, for example, you need to have these regulations mm-hmm. in place. There's a radioactive mineral law in place already, that's part of the mining code, right. but it's those last two pieces that are needed. Okay.
0: Uh, timing? Uh,
1: the Vice Minister, as of two weeks ago, uh, came out publicly, of Ministry of Energy Mines, publicly said uh, first or second half of
0: 2020. Okay, so reasonably imminent, and given, given the state, the precarious state of the Iranian market at the moment, it's kind of a moot point, right?
1: Yeah, it's a care and maintenance project right now.
0: Exactly. Okay, so so your time and effort is being spent on what? Our lithium project. Right. And when I say that, I'm basically like, are you spending money on that or time polishing it? We've
1: stalled capital deployment, other than the PEA work. Yeah. We've stalled capital deployment on the ground. Right. Um, as soon as the concession issue arose. Right. Uh, so we were...
0: Um, Why did you do that? Was that kind of to make them listen and go... Hang on, we're not spending money till this gets resolved.
1: Yeah, I think we need to properly understand and appreciate who or why. Yeah, what has happened has happened. Right. Um, because when you look at the facts and the chronology of events, it's pretty clear. You're saying
0: it wasn't a major not crime. It wasn't a major thing. It was not big enough for them to have reacted the way that they did. Is that that's your? premise of your argument?
1: I think it was a someone's an opportunity, we'll put it
0: that way. Right, okay. So someone local with what? Perhaps. You, perhaps. <laughs> Let's not go there. We don't there. need to go there. Let's okay. not go there. Okay. This is South America. It is South America and there's some countries that are better than others. Um, <clears throat> we're talking to a large, very large, $15 billion large family office there and they only operate in four countries in South America and, mm-hmm. and they're local. So, yeah, you've got to, you've got to pick who you, who you play with and where you, where you play. Um, I, agree with, I agree with that. Okay, so, you, so that says to me, you are, apart from PEA work, slightly frozen in what you can do. You, you've got uranium and, on, on kind of lockdown at the moment.
1: Yeah, and, and, and to, you asked this previously. It's really also part of the messaging to the government. Yeah. Is you have publicly stated many, many times you want lithium extraction in Peru. Yeah. You see this as a great potential to one of the poorest regions of Peru et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Well, guess what? If this isn't resolved, there's not going to be development for 10 years in lithium.
0: That's the thing. That's what I was asking. It's like, you know, is this a, is this a right, OK, we're going to give as good as we get here. I'm going to make you listen. I'm going to make you take notes. So I mean, it's quite aggressive. We have to be. Right.
1: right? Um, it's, a, it's a, I would call it equivalent to it's a game of chess where you have to be very calculated in all of your moves. OK. Um, It's not a, me sitting on a, standing on a podium and pounding the table is not going to resolve
0: this. Right. Okay. So talking of chess moves, let's look at the share price. So share price took a bit of a hit, obviously. Um, You've got two pretty tough commodities that you're into at the moment. What are the conversations that you and the board are having about how you keep this thing going or how do you drive share price? Mm -hmm. what, what, What are the things that you can affect and what are the things that you... Can't affect clearly commodity prices. Well, yeah, but yeah, how do you make how do you drive this so, thing?
1: Um, I think one of the fortunate positions we're in is about 45 50 percent of the company is held by cornerstone shareholders and insiders, right? The last financing was two thirds insider financed, right? And, and one How much cash have
0: cost. you got now? Uh, about half a million. You're half a million, yeah. so you're, you're you know, it's tight. We're okay for
1: this interim period, but it's not We're not robust. Uh, in a robust position, so what,
0: what, what, what are you burning a month? What's the g and
1: uh, about 50 a month.
0: Okay. That's yeah. quite low. On a low, on, you know, in your work program. Right. So you, but you're going to have to come, uh, come back to market when you, I guess, I was going to say when, I guess when you know a bit more.
1: Well, and I think the, for us and the way we're thinking and strategically, how do we keep the project moving forward without blowing up the capital structure? Yeah. For me, um, strategic investor is the next key step. Um, and why do I think that is? Because the strategic side doesn't care about the current lithium sentiment.
0: No, I'm Because not. they're
1: looking much longer term.
0: They're, 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 they're tying right. up.
1: And we have something yeah, that isn't yeah. tied to politics in Argentina, isn't tied to constitutional changes in Chile. Right. Yes, we have our own issues. Okay. Um, But it's still a large project. But
0: why would a strategic come and look at you? You know, they, they're same. what's going on. You know, you know you're an explorer effectively. You, you, you're just doing a PEA. So that's... Give or take mm-hmm. plus or minus 30% in terms of accuracy. of sure. Right? There's a bunch of other people. If you want to tie up lithium, there's got to be better assets than you guys, isn't there? Um,
1: I don't see any spodgemine projects being developed today. Okay. Um, because you, know, you look at a spodgemine project, you control about 35% of the value chain, mm-hmm. right? By selling a concentrate. hmm. I'd say we're still dealing with a very small space. Lithium market's three, three and a half billion dollar market yeah, a year. Great well. growth forecast trajectory. Sure. Um, but when the strategics are sitting there going, um, you know, some of it relies ties to energy security. Right, eighty five percent of lithium chemicals are controlled in China. Europe's mm-hmm. building a battery supply chain. Mm-hmm. The U.S. is waking up to the fact that Europe's ahead of, Europe, of U.S. right now, mm-hmm. and they don't like the fact that right now so much is controlled in China. And okay. so you're starting to see energy security as an emerging theme. And so the strategic investors are also looking at this going, well, I could lose market share or I can maintain yeah. market share. There's right. four big players in the space. right? Right. And then you've got the trading companies. And you've got companies that understand where they want their business to be. Not tomorrow, but in three years, five years, ten years.
0: But you're not having conversations today. The, the, these are, this is theoretical, right? you, you think. These or are or, or have these you spoken are the strategics
1: yeah uh, absolutely and that's part of our job is to make sure strategics are aware of our project right and where its attributes are okay and um, you know I think what you're seeing there's been a, there's been a, an acceptance in the lithium producer space mm-hmm. that the kinds of projects that they want to own it's their growth point, pipeline mm-hmm. are projects that can scale up because okay. at some point you know, a 20,000 ton per year brine project is going to become less relevant yeah. than a project that can keep 5 or 10% of the market.
0: So that sort of answers the next question, which is, you know, why, why would investors pick, you know, pick you versus lots of other lithium players versus lots of other junior miners in, in a bunch of commodities? I mean,
1: Yeah, so um, the project's one thing, right? There's lots of uh, small projects that never become what I would called Projects with capital but aren't you, But
0: you're kind of there at the moment, aren't you? Isn't that where you're at? What's
1: in well, in, in,
0: in the sense that, you know, I'm not sure the market understands your story well enough at the moment to, to make that call. Or do you think that you've... Totally agree, which is why I think yeah. the PEA is very important. Okay. And then the second piece, piece of that is
1: people, the people involved, right? right? So um, when you look at our board, you look at our management team. Um, look, we don't have a deep history in lithium, right? right? But we have a deep history in building mines yeah. and advancing projects and yeah. financing projects. Yeah. You look across our board and you've got operators, mine builders and, and financial people. Yeah. So we've got a good cross section. Obviously we need to evolve that team mm-hmm. as we evolve. Um, but today we've got a team that can quite easily move it through the various
0: okay. phases. What are, what are your hopes for uh, uranium then? You, you obviously, not, you've you not got it in lockdown, but you know, I guess you're sitting quietly waiting to see what happens, would you then offload the Uranium project or would you then go and raise some money to develop it?
1: Uh, I believe that um, they're two very different commodities
0: with different for investors. Sure. And, and different management skills required, right?
1: Different management skills and I think our, what we will do once we see the regulations in place yep. and we see a sentiment shift, because we need the sentiment to change. In Uranium, then it makes a lot of sense for us to
0: Possibly monetize out, or commercialise that, that in some way. Beautiful. Okay. Alex, unfortunately, we have run out of time and you've got to rush back and talk to investors next yes. door. So yes. appreciate the okay. update. That Thank was you. fantastic. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCats or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn.